between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow. Sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. Sometimes, because of the work that I do and the cases of injustice that I cover and the families that I work with and advocate for, on some days, I get so angry, so livid, so furious that I literally feel like my blood is boiling. And today has been one of those days where I knew I had to record this podcast, but I struggled to even hit the red record button just to control my emotions around the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey in Brunswick, Georgia. Today I'm going to unpack and explain the case. Thankfully, I'm working with the family. My friend and brother Lee Merritt is working with the family. I'll have some action steps for you today, and also we're making a big announcement. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. Before we begin today's episode of The Breakdown, I do have a huge announcement to make. Many of you have already heard. Many of you have already chipped in. And we're so very grateful for your support. We literally could not do this without your financial support. We are not backed by any venture capitalists or outside investors. We are just supported from the monthly donations of all of our backers. But we are starting for the first time a live version of The Breakdown. It's going to start on this coming Friday. And we have a new way that you can support us if you go right now to patreon.com slash the breakdown patreon.com slash the breakdown or just go to my instagram and click the link in my bio and hundreds of thousands of you and this is wild listen to this podcast on instagram it's actually our most listened to platform which we never imagined i don't think any of the podcasts could say that But we're going to go live with a video news broadcast on every single Friday. And once we cross 3,000 backers, we will go live twice a week uh, with interviews and segments where I'm unpacking and explaining the news just like I do right here. So go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash the breakdown. You can become a patron at any level, as little as $5. Uh, We are hoping to get past 2,000 patrons today. And uh, our goal is to get somewhere close to 3,000 by this Friday. But we can't do it without you. Break it down. Right now, as I record this, it's almost May. Like, let me check the date. Today is April 28th. So it's almost May. It's almost summer. All the way back on February 23rd, on a Sunday afternoon of this past February 23rd, before we really understood the extent of the coronavirus pandemic, before people were staying at home, a young brother named Ahmad Aubrey 
went on a jog that Sunday afternoon, as he often does, as he had done hundreds and hundreds of times. He was a standout athlete. In fact, the very first person who reached out to me about Ahmad was an NFL player. And so many athletes knew him and loved him. It's a close-knit community, particularly in South Georgia. Athletes stick together. And as he was jogging through a neighborhood in Brunswick, Georgia, it just so happened that his mother and I think every black mother's worst nightmare happened. As he was jogging peacefully, I'm embarrassed to even say this, unarmed, nonviolent, committing no crime, breaking no law, he was jogging. He was doing nothing other than jogging. As he was jogging through Brunswick, as he often does, on a Sunday afternoon, let me again double down and be clear so you have the facts. It was not on a Saturday night. It was not even early on a Sunday morning. It was midday on a Sunday afternoon in February. He was not in yards. He was not weaving through people's homes. He was jogging on the street in Brunswick, Georgia, on Sunday afternoon, February 23rd, when he crossed two white men, who many have told me are open bigots, Several people have told me they are known white supremacists with deep ties to the police department, and that's not a conspiracy theory. The father in this duo, Gregory McMichael, used to work for the Brunswick Police Department and for a generation worked as an investigator for the district attorney's office, deeply tied to law enforcement there in Brunswick. They then openly say, Father and son, Gregory, 64, and Travis McMichael, 34, that when they saw Ahmad run past them, they decided to go get their guns, a loaded 357 Magnum and a shotgun. And they decided to get in their cars and pickup trucks and chase Aubrey down. Why? Because they said, and we've heard this type of stuff before, we actually heard almost an identical thing said about Philando Castile. As Aubrey ran past them, jogging through the neighborhood, Gregory and Travis McMichael said they thought he reminded them of a serial robber in their neighborhood. What? What does that even mean? You've seen the robber. You've seen descriptions of the robber. Do you just basically mean black man? Is that what you mean? They got in their cars and trucks with their guns, chased Aubrey down, yelling at him that they wanted to talk to him. Then when he kept running, got out of their car and confronted him with their guns and then shot and killed him. That's the story. They confronted Ahmad and killed him. That's the story. Right then and there, in that moment, that day, that afternoon, 
both of these men should have been arrested. Now, what we know is the story of justice, particularly the story of justice for black people in America, always begins with should have. What should have happened? What should have been done? What should have taken place? So, yes, Gregory and Travis McMichael should have been arrested. It would have been the, the, the most basic, decent human response here. Ahmad committed no crime. Ahmad did nothing wrong. He, he was unarmed, nonviolent, and broke no laws. Two men chased him down, hunted him down. They are literal hunters, as you can see on my Instagram. Chased him down, hunted him down, and killed him shot and killed him in broad daylight. Now they are claiming that they were trying to make, listen to this, a citizen's arrest. For what? For what crime other than being a black man? What we're seeing here is two white men who felt so privileged, so safe, so secure, in their whiteness and in their white power in Brunswick, that they openly armed themselves, chased and hunted a black man down, shot and killed him, then later claimed they were aiming to make a citizen's arrest? What? I don't believe it. I don't believe any of this. It's all foolishness. These men are open bigots who knew that they could do whatever they chose to do and they knew they wouldn't be held responsible. That's what's happening here. That's what's at play here. That was over two months ago. Now, many of you heard about the story soon after it happened, particularly if you're from South Georgia or Savannah or Brunswick. If you're from Georgia, if you're from Atlanta, it got a little bit of coverage in the Atlanta area. And the Aubrey family began posting this on social media, telling their story, not just of their injustice, but of the loss of their son, of their brother, of their friend, of somebody who was beloved to that whole family. But most of the nation is just now hearing about the story. I am glad to be working directly with Ahmad's family. I'm enraged that so many times when a family finds me, it's in their worst moment. So I hate that this is the moment that I am first connecting with the Aubrey family, but I'm glad to be connected with them. My best friend, I think one of the best civil rights attorneys in the world, Lee Merritt, is now representing the family. And Lee and I together, through our grassroots law project, are going to be working directly with the family as well. We're going to have clear action steps for you. We, of course, are calling for the immediate arrest of Gregory and Travis McMichael. And it is an infuriating travesty that here we are over two months later and no arrest has been made. Don't even dare blame the coronavirus pandemic because you're arresting people all over Brunswick, all over the South, all over this country, all over Georgia, for all types of stuff. They haven't made this arrest yet, these arrests yet, because they know and love these men. 
clearly an independent prosecutor is going to have to come into this case because I don't think the police department or the district attorney's office is ever going to have the integrity to do it themselves. They're too connected. If they were going to do it, if that department was going to do it, they would have done it already. But here we are in a state with a governor. Mm, Let me just hold my tongue for a minute. We're in a position where the people in power that we need to actually act are not going to be inspired to do so. So we're going to brainstorm. We're going to strategize smartly behind the scenes as we've done with Rodney Reed and so many other cases and get back to you with some clear action steps on how you can join us. Just know that we're planning, we're strategizing, we're working right now. There's nothing we won't do to stand up for this family, to fight for this family until they get justice. And as soon as we have our action steps, I think we're probably a day or two away from giving you the smart action steps that we need. I'll be right back here to report them. It's the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, break it down now. I've got to run. We've got so much work to do, not only on this case, but we are building out, as I said at the top of the episode, we're building out a brand new live episode of The Breakdown that's going to happen every single Friday. You can go right now to patreon.com slash the breakdown and become a patron, become a backer, become a donor, a contributor, support our work. We need the support. We want your support and backing. Thank you all so much for chipping in, for doing everything you can. Help us get over 2,000 backers today. Help us get over 2,000 patrons at patreon.com slash the breakdown as we prepare to go live this Friday and every Friday. And our goal is eventually to be live every single day of the week. I've got to run. Take care, everybody. Break it down. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.